Welcome to the Super Sleuth Podcast, presented by the Frostburg State University Children's Literature Center. Get ready to time travel with your hosts, Bill and Cameron, and use your detective skills to identify our mystery famous person. We'll give you 10 clues about our famous person, plus we'll give you the meanings of three vocabulary words related to our famous person. Using the 10 clues and three vocabulary words, can you identify our mystery famous person? Be sure to listen all the way through our podcast because Bill and Cameron will also have a special segment involving superheroes and will tell you all about an awesome new book. If you like our podcast, be sure to follow us on SoundCloud. Are you ready to have fun? Let's start the Super Sleuth Podcast. Welcome, everyone to Season 5, Episode 2 of the CLC Podcast. And Cameron's here. How are you doing, Cameron? I'm doing good. Who was the person we featured last week? It was Mae Reeves. And the book was Maeve Makes a Way, The True Story of Mae Reeves' Hat and History Maker by Ogui Perkovich and illustrated by Andrea Pippins. Let's talk about the vocabulary from last week. I will start with the first one. We were looking for a noun, definition of which is a document or certificate proving a person's qualifications. And the answer is credentials. The next vocabulary word was a noun, and it means woman's hats, and the word was millinery. And the third one was also a noun, and the definition was a famous person, and we were looking for the word celebrities. And Cameron, let's talk about your superhero from yes, last time. The superhero from last week was none other than Gohan from Dragon Ball Z. So if you guessed Gohan, you were correct. Very good. I guess we're ready for the clues for this week. I will begin. I was born in Minneapolis in 1922. My uncle nicknamed me Sparky, a name that my friends and family called me the rest of my life. Clue number one. I was born in Minneapolis in 1922. My uncle named me Sparky, a name that my friends and family called me the rest of my life. Clue number two. My dad was a barber who would cut my hair, but if a customer came in while I was having it done, I had to move aside with only half my hair being cut. That was embarrassing. Clue number two. My dad was a barber who would cut my hair, but if a customer came in while I was having it done, I had to move aside with only half my hair being cut. That was embarrassing. Clue number three. I was an only child, and my family listened to the radio regularly, which required us to imagine what the characters in his series looked like in our minds to see the action happening. This was vital to my future career. Clue number three. I was an only child and my family listened to the radio regularly, which required us to imagine what the characters in his series looked like in our minds, to see the action happening. This was vital to my future career. 
Clue number four. In elementary school, I was a good student who skipped half of the third grade and fifth grades. I loved to draw and often used cardboard that came inside the shirts from the laundry because paper was so expensive. Clue number four. In elementary school, I was a good student who skipped half of the third and fifth grades. I loved to draw and often used cardboard that came inside the shirts from the laundry because paper was so expensive. Clue number five. On my 11th birthday, I bought myself a book called How to Draw Cartoons by Briggs so I could keep practicing and learning. One day, my parents took me to the library to see an exhibit of comic strips. Here I learned a series of boxes called panels had become the usual format for comics. The row or rows of panels were called a strip. I was hooked. Clue number five. On my 11th birthday, I bought myself a book called How to Draw Cartoons by Briggs so I could keep practicing and learning. One day, my parents took me to the library to see an exhibit of comic strips. Here I learned a series of boxes called panels had become the usual format for comics. The row or rows of panels were called a strip. I was hooked. Clue number six. High school was not a positive experience for me because of my small stature and shyness. But right before graduation, I enrolled in federal school's program, a home study correspondence school that taught art skills, including cartooning. Clue number six. High school was not a positive experience for me because of my small stature and shyness. But right before graduation, I enrolled in the federal school's program, a home study correspondence school that taught art skills, including cartooning. Clue number seven. The federal school's course cost $170, paid in $10 monthly pay payments. That was a lot of money for my family because the barber my father earned only 25 cents per haircut. I graduated in 1941. Clue number seven. The federal school's course cost $170 paid in $10 monthly payments. That was a lot of money from my family because the barber, my father, earned only 25 cents per haircut. I graduated in 1941. Clue number eight. At age 20, I was drafted into the U.S. Army to fight in World War II in France and Germany. I became a staff sergeant in my division and a machine gun squad leader and earned a special combat badge. Clue number eight. At age 20, I was drafted into the U.S. Army to fight in World War II in France and Germany. I became a staff sergeant in my division and a machine gun squad leader and earned a special combat badge. Clue number nine. After the war in 1946, I returned to St. Paul and got a job lettering words in comic strips. 
Later that same year, I was hired to teach at the Art Instruction Schools, which was the same school I had graduated from with a new name. And it paid $32 a week. That was a good salary back then. Clue number nine. After the war in 1946, I returned to St. Paul and got a job lettering words in comic strips. Later the same year, I was hired to teach at the Arts Instruction Schools, which was the same school I had graduated from with a new name. And it paid $32 a week. That was a good salary back then. Clue number 10. I worked at the school for five years and kept my job lettering comic strips at night and refining my comic art style. Every chance I got, I would show my comics to magazines and newspapers until finally in 1949, at the age of 27, the United Feature Syndicate of New York gave me a five-year contract. Clue number 10. I worked at the school for five years and kept my job lettering comic strips at night and refining my comic art style. Every chance I got, I would show my comics to magazines and newspapers until finally in 1949, at the age of 27, the United Feature Syndicate of New York gave me a five-year contract. Clue number 11. I wanted to call my strip good old Charlie Brown or Charlie Brown, but the syndicate decided on peanuts because the Howdy Doody show on TV was very popular and their audience was known as the Peanut Gallery. On October the 2nd, 1950, the first Peanuts comic strip appeared in seven newspapers. Clue number 11. I wanted to call my strip good old Charlie Brown or Charlie Brown, but the syndicate decided on Peanuts because the Howdy Doody show on TV was very popular, and their audience was known as the Peanut Gallery. On October the 2nd, 1950, the first Peanuts comic strip appeared in seven newspapers. By 1999, my comic strip was printed in more than 2,600 newspapers worldwide and about 355 million people and 75 countries read it daily. In all, I created 17,897 peanut comic strips and drew every one of them myself. Who am I? By 1999, my comic strip was printed in more than 2,600 newspapers worldwide and about 355 million people in 75 countries read it daily. In all, I created 17,897 peanut comic strips and drew every one of them myself. Who am I? And now we're ready for the vocabulary. I will begin. The first word we're looking for, and remember, all of them are in your clues, is a noun. Definition is a collection of objects on public display, display in an art gallery, museum, or library. We're looking for, number one, vocabulary, a noun. Definition is a collection of objects on public display in an art gallery, museum, or library. Clue number two is a verb, and it means to order someone to join the military. For example, when there is a war.
Clue number two is a verb, and it means to order someone to join the military, for example, when there is a war. The third vocabulary, which is a little tougher for you, you're going to have to work on this one. We're looking for a noun. Definition is a group of individuals or organizations combined to undertake some specific transactions or negotiations. We're looking for the third vocabulary word, a noun, a group of individuals or organizations combined to undertake some specific transactions or negotiations. And now, Cameron, are you ready for I, another superhero clue? I am ready. So, for the superhero clue, it is a female, and she has a TV show that is on Disney+. Plus, and your last clue is she is the cousin of the Incredible Hulk. So, once again, it is a female. She has a TV show on Disney Plus, and she is the cousin of the Incredible Hulk. A cousin of the Incredible Hulk. That's right, a cousin. Wow, that's a great clue. And I like your shirt, too. It's very good. Do you want to tell us how people can get in contact with us? Yes. You can get in contact with us by sending us an email at frostbergclc at gmail.com, and that's all lowercase. Or you can send us a message on SoundCloud or whatever um, whatever you use to listen to our podcast. You can send us a message on. And it's very important that you do send a message to us because if you do send us a message with the correct answer to the clue, you will get a copy of the book that we use to get our clues from. Oh, if you're the first person, okay? So if you would like to get a copy of the book that we use to get the clues from, you must send a message to us, whether that's by our email, which is frostbergclc at gmail.com, or reaching out to us on whatever platform you listen to our podcast. And if you are the first person to reach out to us, you will win a copy of the book. And if you are selected as the winner of the book, we will get in contact with you with information about how to get you the book. Perfect. That's wonderful. Let's think about a clue for our next episode. Okay, I understand that you, you took a nice vacation this summer. And what was one of the things that you saw that you really remember? So one of the things that I saw that I really remember was a lighthouse. A lighthouse? Mm -hmm. A lighthouse. That's fascinating. A good clue, too. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Cameron. Looking forward to our next episode. Yes, me Hope too. Hope you'll join us. Thank you. It's been fun, Super Sleuths. Now make sure to submit your answers to who you believe is our mystery famous person and the three vocabulary words. Also, be sure to look for future episodes of the Super Sleuth podcast on SoundCloud. And if you have any questions or comments, you can contact us on our SoundCloud page. Please join Bill and Cameron again for more time traveling, and in the meantime, great job, super sleuths! Super Sleuths!